0: Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Edward USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors today over at the promo show promoshow.com. It, uh, it's, it might might only be August, but I'm telling you, it's the perfect time to start looking for ways uh, to show your clients how they can show appreciation. Uh, and it's that holiday gift giving season coming up not too far around the corner. Uh, so look, we've got uh, a potential UPS issue coming up with, uh, with staff and all that. Maybe we'll launch into that a little bit. But hey, all the more reason to consider, uh, you know, placing orders a little bit sooner. So definitely consider it. Join Promo Show on Tuesday, August 29th from noon to 4 p.m. Eastern to attend the holiday gift theme show. Distributors can register by clicking on the holiday gift banner at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at Promo Show if if they need help reserving a booth. Um, There's going to be education, entertainment, giveaways throughout the day. So be sure to check it out on August 29th from noon to 4 p.m. Eastern. Distributors go to promoshow.com. Click on that holiday gift banner to register and suppliers email sales at promocorner.com if you're interested in getting a booth promoshow.com the entire industry virtually why don't we say hi to Stephen mcfadden how are you doing Stephen?
2: i'm doing well i played uh some football last night so i'm a little sore this morning uh but other than that doing fantastic
0: yeah fantasy football right
2: no real football Um, flag football Sure, there's a lot of contact involved. Um, yeah, I've got like a bruise on my thigh and a bruise on my knee and a bruise on my sternum. It was a rough, uh, rough evening, and I, I have the, the the welts to show for it. So,
0: do your bruises have bruises?
2: My bruises have bruises. Yeah. What
0: position did you play?
2: Uh, so I play like the tight end, snap roll, and a seven on seven. So I. I have three games. I have three touchdowns, so I'm pretty lethal out there. All right. All <laughs>
0: right. Little, little, gronk. Little, little grunk. little <laughs> grunk. All right. Well, I don't know if you know Meg the Terminator, Erber, uh, <laughs> but she's on the show with us today as well. Meg uh-huh. Ereber,
3: how are you doing? I'm doing great. And speaking of fantasy football, Jeff has been added to Crab Fiesta. <laughs> the I don't know fantasy- if
0: anybody knows what Crab Fiesta is. <laughs> But yeah. That's
3: just our fantasy football league name, and I, it goes back a long <laughs> way, which has nothing to do with me. But we're excited, and and lucky him got the first pick in the draft this year. <laughs> no well, pressure. I, mean, I,
0: I already kick your ass in our league. I, I know. Might, I don't. I don't know, give so it so enough time. I, I figured I might as well join another one and kick your butt in both. So
3: that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Although <laughs> I,
0: I feel a little, a little, you know. Slighted just because it is a it is a keeper league and uh, I, as a as a newbie I've got to take somebody else's roster and
3: but you, you get Jalen Hurts but you get Jalen Hurts as a keeper
0: do I want Jalen Hurts though you know you
3: know in the ninth round okay I don't know.
0: we'll <laughs> see all right we're joined today by a very special guest we've already lost half our audience because we're talking way <laughs> too much the why
1: uh, Cheryl
0: how are you doing first of all
1: I am doing great Jeff thanks for having me on again.
0: Yep. I'm super excited to have you on again. Very excited. And uh, we're going to talk spirit wear, back to school, selling into school, selling into university maybe a little bit. We'll get into all that and and why right now is maybe an important time to look into that. Uh, but of course, Cheryl, it is uh, customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minutes to introduce themselves and uh, maybe how you got started in the promotional product industry and what you've been up to since. So uh, take it away for those that uh, didn't tune in the last time you were on the show. Okay.
1: Sure. Um, Again, my name is Cheryl Hokanson, and I am the owner of Brand Boosters. I've been in the industry for 19 years now, and previous to that, I was actually a flight attendant for 19 years. Started out with Piedmont Airlines, and that morphed into U.S. Air, which is now American. So super fun industry to be in. Never thought I would quit it, but after 9/11 a lot of things changed. <laughs> so I got into this industry. I actually worked in a I worked for University of Phoenix for a short period of time. Through my networking with that, I met somebody in this industry, and that's how I got started. Um, And at the time I had kids playing sports and they were in Boy Scouts and all that fun stuff. And I'm also married to an amazing graphic designer. (laughs) So, so selfishly uh, (laughs) I was selling, I was selling to all of those clubs, teams and Boy Scouts um, and having my husband come up with these amazing designs. And um, I was having a lot of success with it. My boss at the time was trying to push me more towards corporate and, at the time, I was just like, oh, no, this is great. This is fun. And um, I, I can see his point after 19 years of doing this. <laughs> so I would say today I'm doing more corporate, but I still have my handful of schools that I work for, or maybe more than a handful, um, because it's I'm a part of my community. And, and I built this reputation And I might do it different than other people, because I will tell you the first time I went into my kid's high school, I had two kids going into ninth grade, went in with my checkbook at back to school night, right. Ready to buy the spirit wear. Mm -hmm. And it was ugly. (laughs) And it was kind of girly and my son wasn't going to be wearing that. So that just kind of planted the seed then, like I'm getting involved. (laughs) I'm going to change this around. So, um, I did, we, we came up with some designs. We stuck them on all different colors, you know, every color you could think of. And kids weren't buying one. They were buying three and four because they wanted all the different colors. So that really uh, kind of got me cool. going. Then I got involved with sports boosters at my kids' school because they're athletes. And they literally took me into their little, um, you know, spirit wear room. And they had a ton of Adidas sweatshirts, really nice sweatshirts. But when I tell you, it was like name a school football, name a school wrestling, you know, it was just text and they couldn't sell them. They couldn't give them away. So I, it was a big lesson. And this is what I've always done with my schools is I lead with design. So if they have a tired logo, a lot of times I will just, you know, say, Hey, how about I play around with this a little bit? I'll present a couple of ideas. And next thing you know, like their sales are up because it's really good quality, but it doesn't have to be Under Armour, Adidas. Not that those are bad, because sometimes I will do a mix of those. But sometimes I think people with spirit wear get a little—they get a little afraid to put something expensive out there. I wouldn't do that with the elementary kids because, let's face it, they just grow out of that stuff. Yeah. Like when you sneeze, they're in the next size. So, but with the high school kids, yeah, I. I started pushing the envelope with more kind of like college level bookstore items. And it was crazy how much they sold. Yeah. Um, So that's, that is how I got into it. But those two stories like really helped me. Um, Some people would say, Oh, you're more expensive than Joe, you know? Well, Joe's not doing what I'm doing. Um, Joe's not, he's giving you basics and yeah, everyone's going to buy one t-shirt because you know, Obligatory t shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you appeal to the parents and the teachers and the kids and give them something they're proud to wear, you're not your basic Gildan shirt, that's fine, but give them something a little more elevator soft that they want to wear all the time, you're going to sell more in the end. So that's kind of my approach to (sighs) spirit wear.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I go to like the local, like, High school football games and stuff like that here because it's literally in my backyard and um it, it's uh, the the shirts that they sell are surprisingly cheap I mean I think they sell them for like five bucks, but you know it's like five the bucks. roughest <laughs> oh, building I, or something. I mean and I'm sure they're being donated, you know what i mean like it's I'm sure they're you know either being donated or or purchased very inexpensively um and and they're not making very much on them as a as a fundraiser and they sell a lot of them but I would so much rather wear, like, a Bella 3001 or something like that over a Gildan any day of the week. Absolutely. Um, So, and, and of course, design matters as well, 100%. So, definitely hit that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't hey, know if you follow me. You've got some me. things
0: to say, so.
3: Yeah, I mean, I when you as soon as you said you lead with the designs, so I'm like a hundred percent, and I, I it's very. People are shocked when I say nobody wants to wear your logo, and people are like, "But this is what we do." <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you can still put it on there, but you don't have to lead with like you know. Millville school or whatever, and it could be some type of design or message, and then put the logo somewhere else, the sleeve, the cuff. I was just in a customer yesterday or Monday talking about this, and I reiterated it with collateral and and examples, and they were just blown away. And when I see that in a customer's eyes, that light up, and it's like this light bulb just goes off. And so, yeah, it's really refreshing to hear a distributor talking about this And I haven't shoved that down their throat. So that's really nice.
1: (laughs) Well, luckily I have, you know, a graphic designer who lives in my home. So (laughs) he has a full-time job, but he he does do a lot of my graphic design. That's awesome. Um, That is awesome. And, you know, like working with, schools, like I have an elementary school that they'll have the kids have like a little um, art contest. And then of course we have to clean up their art because it's it's not print ready at all. (laughs) But that's, that's kind of fun um, getting them involved. I, I know I have raised lots of money for the local high schools with their spirit wear. And I would say like, for me, I, it starts when school ends. I meet with the kids in June before they get out of school and we talk about what they want. The, these are the high school kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about what they want. Um, I come up with some de- designs or they m- may have some designs. Um, sometimes I think people forget the teachers and the parents, you know, they want to wear the stuff too. So definitely incorporate, you know, the quarter zips and, you know, some of the things that the parents would like a vest, things like that. Um, and then of course, like for the high schools, do something special for the senior class, Something oh, yeah. Just for them. Um, I just had a brand new high school open up last year or two years ago, um, and they just had their first graduating class. So we sold a boatload. And again, we did like a collegiate level sweatshirt, something that would be like a keepsake. So it's good to have something on the lower end that everyone can afford, but then throw that really special sweatshirt in there. Um So Cheryl, I
3: have a question for you. Are you setting up like a little e-commerce or online stores for these people? Or are you sending out like an order form that goes home Uh, with every student? How are you doing this?
1: (laughs) We used to do the order form thing. I am Mm -hmm. so glad we have e-commerce now. (laughs) So yes, I set up stores. It's so much easier to do. Okay.
3: What platform do you use? Just out of curiosity. Uh,
1: Order My Gear. Okay.
3: I've heard a lot of good things about them. And yeah. So I know SNS is affiliated with them as well. So yeah. And I think it that makes it really easier. We've talked about online stores here on the insider a lot and the pros and cons. But I really feel like when it comes to spirit wear, um, I mean you could sell it all year, but if you're gonna you need people's sizes and you're trying to fundraise or whatever, then it's it's probably the best way to do it would be through an online store.
1: So Oh, absolutely. It's just so much easier. I think the parents appreciate it and the organizers really appreciate it because they don't have to handle the money. You know, we just talked. To them about how much they want to add to each item. You know, they get a check when it's all said and done. So nice. it's, it's beautiful for them, so much easier. Yeah. And for Steven, my local got- high schools, I will, you know, for fulfillment, because I have some pretty large schools, I actually, so the kids can make more money and kind of get a little involved. Um, for a couple of my high schools, I will have like a fulfillment party at their school. So the kids get hours. I guess they can, um, they need a certain amount of hours to graduate, you know, volunteering. So it's win-win for them. And then I cut them a check for helping to bag everything. So I teach them how to do it. And then we go through and I bring cookies and, you know, make it like a party. So that's kind of nice. (laughs) Great idea. Yeah. So Steven, I've
0: got a a question or two to maybe dive deeper into this, but I want to make sure you don't have any questions before I you know, <laughs> cut you off or do anything like that. So oh, um, no sweat. Yeah. I
2: you know, this is a um, I, I have a love hate with spirit wear personally and, and it's um, so maybe we can just talk about that just briefly. But I know one of the, the hates that I used to have with it was um, the ever evolving uh, people that are in charge of spirit wear and working with yes. PTAs and yeah that that has always been just a nightmare. Um, So we, we haven't done as much in that field anymore, primarily just because working with PTA groups was impossible. Now, on the flip side, working with, um, you know, owners of dance studios, working with places that are, you know, in charge of a sports department or something, or things like that have been hugely successful so um and i also noticed one of the the things is it's something that's been done the same way for so long you know with paper order forms and things so when you can present those solutions with via an e-commerce platform a uh, fulfillment you know you've got their names on it when they come pick it up you can pass it out they're like oh my goodness this is hours and days and and weeks that you saved us and it's yeah. such a huge relief for them so maybe you can speak to that is that kind of what you've seen as well or there's pros and cons and and so forth.
1: Oh, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, <laughs> even the, in the PTA thing, I totally feel you because <laughs> as much as you know, or you've trained somebody for a couple years and then someone else comes on, they've got different ideas or they have a different person they want to use, Sure, you know, so that's hard. I mean, I knock on wood, my one high school, I've been with them for like 16 years. So that's, that's been nice. nice. Um, and, and they have passed me along. Yeah, and but yeah. I'm dealing with teachers mostly for that. You know, I'm working with the kids, but the teachers are in charge. So that sure. there's it's easier. But I agree with you when the PTAs change over and you've got sometimes people just don't understand the process. Doesn't matter. It's just a lot of handholding. Right. So it's a lot of your yeah. time trying to walk them through that process. But I agree with you. I've worked with, you know, dance studios and, you know, the the owners, that's easier because it's almost like yeah. it's their budget, it's their money, you know, but when you're working with the schools, I mean, their major thing is they need to make money. Right. So I tried to just guide them into you know, like, look, no, we're not going to do 20 different designs. That's no. not happening. <laughs> you will never meet your minimums. You know, I try to educate them on, you know, Every color and every location is going to cost you more money, and you're trying to make money. So just to be strategic with it and kind of keep their, you know, rein them in. But like you said, it's a lot of handholding, and when there's a lot of turnover,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you feel like now, you're let me ask you recreating the wheel.
0: With with because you had mentioned you know a lot of different styles and colorways and skews and things like that. So has like. I guess some of the advancements in printing technology sort of helped you sell spirit, spirit wear. Like, are you doing any DTF or anything like that? Yeah. Cause I know that's significantly cheaper than paying for screens and doing, oh. you know, a, a run of 12 or something. Right.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. DTF is definitely, I mean, that's something new for me in the last year. Um, and I was a little afraid to use it because I wasn't, I just wasn't used to it, but wow, you can do a lot of amazing things. Like my one high school, they just did staff shirts. We did um, some beautiful polos. But the logo they wanted to use is not what I would have wanted to use. But, you know, the client wanted it. It was a lot of detail. There's no way I was doing embroidery with that. I, you just couldn't. It was way too detailed. But the DTF, beautiful. And yeah. they love them. So that's new for me. So I feel like you're always evolving, right? What I was doing 10 years ago is totally different than what I'm doing now. I love so, the Steven, e-commerce. You- I you know, like Stephen said, you're providing a solution to them, you're taking a headache off their plate. That's kind of what I kind of lead with too is like, look, I'm I'm going to build the store for you. You know, I guide them on what items they should be selling. I mean, you know, usually May June I start putting together stuff seeing if there's anything new on the market, which is when you, you know, go to your SNS and CMR and you know, all your favorite suppliers to see what's new, what's coming out. So you can kind of add that to the the basic mix that you already have. Mm. And then yeah. you know, throw some fun things in there like the belt sure. bags and you know, whatever is popular that year. Lanyards are always popular. I feel like tie-dye belt for little kids. You gotta you have mean- the tie-dye.
0: You mean mm-hmm. fanny packs, Cheryl? Fanny
1: packs, Excuse fanny me. packs, <laughs> fanny
0: packs. All right, uh, a fan, fan of the fanny.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Fanny packs, <laughs> fanny packs,
3: fan of the fanny pack. I'm a fan. Fanny. Steven, you had mentioned PTAs,
0: okay? <laughs> uh, Cheryl, yeah. are, are there other like are there student bodies? Are there different like if some if you've never sold spirit wear or sold into let's say high schools or uh, or, or, or whatnot. Are, are there other way? Like, how would you get involved? Like, where would you start? Was it just, I mean, I know your experience, you said you were already dealing with those, like the PTAs and stuff because your kids were in school, but I'm sure you've branched out beyond just your own kids' school. Okay. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely. What, what well, advice would you Well, the good thing have? is, is, you know, referral and making sure, you know, like I would put my card in the bags. You'd be surprised that people are like, Hey, I'm looking for something. I, every time the orders would go out, I would get a couple calls from people saying, can you do this for my company or, you know, so that's great. Um, The PTAs are pretty amazing. Right now I would say um, get on some of these Facebook groups. Like my neighborhood has this Crofton area mommy's play group, you know, camp. I'm telling you those ladies, you want something, it's out there. I've picked up several clients off of that page. (laughs) So I'm, I'm just saying, if you're, if you're the area you want to work in has a group like that, see if you can join some of those groups online. Do you think
3: they would let Jeff or Steven
1: well, in any of those? I was going to ask, Mommies. Steven,
0: are you in any Crofton Playground Mommies uh, Facebook groups?
2: So there's a, there's a notorious group uh, called the Ladies of Holly Springs. That's like a massive group in our town. I mean, there's got to be thousands of of. There you go. In there. Um, I am not at it. Now, I know <laughs> the lady that runs the site, though. And so if I need to get something in there, nudge, nudge or whatever, it's it can happen. But um, yes, there is a lot of power <laughs> in those groups. And I try to stay far away from them as possible because I've seen that power used both for good and for evil. So, yeah, um, I I was
3: yeah <laughs> kicked out slash left very Unfortunately, yeah. it just depends
1: have... on the group, because I, there's another group, too, that I'm almost like, don't put my name <laughs> yeah, right. I hate to say it, but you know what? Some people are like, "When I want two T-shirts, and I'm like, you know, like, that's not really. With the Disney they
3: logo. They want them with the Disney logo, and you're right.
1: like, I can't i just that's what i mean go
3: go to etsy let them deal with it
1: (laughs) but a a high school is crazy because you have you know music boosters you have the sports boosters there's a robotics club there are umpteen different clubs in there um but the teachers i mean the staff um a lot of counties will give you know money for them to get a staff gift Um, which is how I got, you know, that, that polo order or, you know, the end of the year, they're always giving like staff gifts, either from the PTA or it's coming from the county gave the school funds or they have leftover money to spend. So it's, you know, graduation, there's all kinds of stuff. Prom. I do a lot of stuff for prom, you know, that's, um, the towel with everybody's signature on it or, or all their names or, um. This year, for one, they had like a Hollywood theme. So we did like badges th- that were their ticket. It was a VIP mm. badge, right? That's cool. And then we, did, we did the flip stick was a giveaway. <sighs> That's so <laughs> funny. the red carpet on it. I, ah. I we, we just did a lot of fun stuff. But prom, they usually do have money for that. They're giving the kids a gift or they might get a gift for graduation. We've got Question that. Question for you, for
3: you mom, it, Cheryl. Huh? So, I, said, I have a question for you. So okay. in, when you're doing the spirit wear and you're, you know, you're, what are the, some of the maybe brands or styles that you see do the best on these e-commerce stores for, you know, the school spirit wear selection for the, maybe it's the bookstore or maybe it's something else, but what products or brands do you see do the best sales
1: wise? Just, just products. I mean, if, oh, yeah, we're, talking, yeah. if we're talking apparel, it's all always- anything. I mean, apparel-wise, it's always going to be a T-shirt, a long-sleeve tee, and a hoodie. Um, Sweatpants do good in high school. Not so much in the younger grades, at least my experience. Um, But people want that moisture-wicking, too. So they either have the budget and they specifically say, I want Under Armour. I get a lot of requests for Under Armour. Um, But the mom in me usually talks to them about availability and, like, um... (laughs) the budget, you know, like I can give yeah. you something with same quality that's not that high price tag, but sometimes they just want what they want.
3: And and you're in Maryland too, so there's yeah. a lot of give back component to the Under Armour brand in that state. So that I can totally see why that would be really big down there, 100%. And that's yeah. good. You're, they're in I think in that high school to collegiate market, the brand you lead with the brand because that's what they want. I think in that younger market, it's easy to to sell the less expensive stuff. A, because dude, they are growing out of it. And B, they just don't care as much. It's more the parents that are are driving those sales, you right. know, and it's gonna be financially um, provoked or whatever. But yeah. Right. Oh, oh well look what Wait, look what yes. Jeff put put up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I wasn't um, my arm wasn't that. twisted at all to uh, <laughs> you know, put some nice active wear uh, slides in here. But uh, wow. yeah, it's just gonna be just to give you guys, you know, a quick rundown of like how you know you can sort of break this up. I mean, SNS has done a great job, and I, you know, so is Sandmar. You know, not to be completely you know of course. Uh, biased or anything, but um, <clears throat> you know, certainly it, putting different colors together of different products and trying to really help you uh, be on theme is something that you guys have done a great job with uh, here in particular. So, anything that you want to add to this Meg, while I'm flipping through it?
3: Not really. I think it's just you know. <sighs> If there's a theme or if there's a color, it's it's very easy to get with one of your apparel rep, um, whether it's us, Sanmar, Alpha, or wherever, and and get them to put something together for you or or headwear, you know, and you can put some pieces of collateral together when you're building out your your template for these customers, and you could even change up the color and use the same products because there's so many offerings this year, and it, but just by putting their logo on it and telling this story, you know, like we have socks here, we have a lot of accessories. A lot of times people don't lead with socks. So maybe they may not lead with headwear, but when you're adding them to a lookbook or a flyer, they, they start thinking that route. Oh, okay. I didn't think about lanyards this time or whatever. So it's always good to kind of offer a really good selection of product, but stay within the theme, stay within the school colors. And you could probably make it pretty easy for yourself if you just build out a template and then change the colors per school. So right. it's just a little something that I know we do. And we, we always pass it along to the distributors.
1: That's very, um, I appreciate things like that, Meg when uh the apparel our apparel peeps put together a catalog like that because it is so easy to take that to a meeting and okay oh, good, have good to know. colorways for their school. Um I awesome. think that's great. And well, in Maryland I'll send it to you you were, you were oh, talking about Maryland what sells here. What sells here is the the flag. So oh, the Maryland flag yes it here where it has the Maryland flag. It's the crest, right? The, the, yeah. Yeah the red, black, yellow and white. It's crazy. Every in itself, like you're crazy not to use (laughs) them.
3: How many colors is that? Like three extra colors? Three or four extra colors? It's four colors,
1: you know, in that logo. People are crazy. 100%. But it,
0: it is definitely one of the best-looking flags in the 50. You know, just just putting that out there. Be Steve best. McFadden. Before I get any rebuttal from that statement, uh, why don't you uh, give us some numbers about Spirit Wear? Because I know you're dying to to give us the. Numbers. Yeah, I know.
2: Um, you know, data has become my 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 niche. I guess so. Um,
1: you
2: know, I took a look at the consumer report and also the. Um, some of the, the spend in the industry. And I always think those are good numbers to see what's growing, not only just where that's at, but what's growing and what's falling and, and see different categories. Um, sales figures by industry type is always a good one to look at because we want to know who's buying you know, the most in promo. Number one for several years has been healthcare, but In the aggregate, like if you were to combine both education for higher education, so they break them out. Education and higher education is 4.9%, but education K-12 through is 3.4%. So if you put those together, 8.36% of spend, it would put it number two overall category in the industry, which sounds like a low percentage number until you realize that's $2.09 billion in promotional (laughs) spend. So that's a huge, huge uh, number. And if you take away higher education, so if you just focus on K through 12, you're still talking about over a billion in sales. So huge industry for for promotional product spending. Um, There's also another category that's outside of that, which is team sports and recreation. Which was another 2.6 percent, and that was that equates to about close to 700 million in sales in promotional spending. Now that doesn't include licensed retail merchandise. That doesn't include anything like that. That is just unlicensed merch. When you get into unlicensed, it crosses the bridge between promotional and retail sales because of how it's reported with CLC. But I can tell you that that equates to about 32 billion in collegiate licensing sales per year. Um, which how much of that comes from promo, how much of it is direct sales, it's probably hard to tell based on how they do reporting. Um, but I would say that we have a sliver of that as well uh, in our industry. So overall, really good categories. And then the other measurable is what's growing. Um, and the, the, they look at any industry, any segment that grows more than 20% year over year, over year as a high growth category. Um, education in the aggregate grew more than 20%. And it was actually the top growing category from 21 to 22. And not on the list in the 20%ers, but was still good was Team Sportswear, which grew 13%. So both of them are in the positive directions of, of sales spend and look good, like good industries and people that are buying. So um, and- I don't see it going away.
0: I hope it doesn't like devalue it at all when I say this, but I feel like it's more like the low hanging fruit as well. It's like easier to kind of get into and and to gather some of those orders because there aren't like Cheryl, to your point when you were talking during your introduction, you said, oh, you're, you know, you're, 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 boss or superior or whatever was saying, Oh, maybe you should do more corporate stuff. Well, I think that's what everybody in our industry focuses on is the corporate stuff. So that's why, you know, I feel like it's a little bit easier to go and call on some of these organizations and, and, you know, booster programs and things and try to try to get some of those orders.
2: And I will say, um, working with unlicensed spiritware (laughs) stuff, that takes away a level of friction as well. I mean, you don't have to worry about you know, LRG or CLC or anything, you're just working with the school, right? And they have they own their branding. Now, there are some schools that I know, like when you get into 4A, 4AA, 5A, where they have contracts with Adidas, Under or Under or Adidas, Adidas,
3: Nike. Yep. So
2: you don't want to put your head above the line too much, where now you're competing with your direct reps, but there are things right below there where you can still help out and provide those, those products.
1: You know, you, you brought up an interesting thing with those, those schools, right? Like, so I was in a lot of these schools for years, right? My kids are yeah. athletes. I'm, I'm working with them. And I literally one day had a coach call me and say, Cheryl, um, I'm sorry, but they're telling me I can't use you anymore. And I'm like,
2: Sounds like
1: college, you know? Me, well, I, I know this was uh, the athletic directors in my county yeah. signed like uh, this long-term contract with Under Armour, BSN Sports in Dallas. You know, yep. we're taking our dollars yes, out of the local economy and giving yep. it to someone far away. Um, kudos to them. But you know what? That, that was really sour when I've built relationships for years yeah. to be told we're not allowed. So the way I worked around that was to work with the, um, you know, like the student class officer. Because apparently part of that contract was, because I'm like, well, I can still just do the spirit wear because I never really was a uniform person. But part of the contract was all of the spirit wear for the sports has to go through BSM. (sighs) Yeah. And I can't tell you like how many parents would complain to me about like how long it's taking or, you know, they don't have that personal touch with their rep that they do with me. Like I can drop by the school or and I can meet with them and I'm offering suggestions. They're not so, yeah. but I can't sell that. I can't sell under armor to, to sure. the sports teams now, but I've done okay going, you know, just looking outside of that. Yeah. But, but it was, that's tough because everyone thinks they're supporting under armor in Baltimore, yeah. which they are, but a lot of the money is going somewhere yeah. else, out of our state. So that's a tough one.
3: But it's tough. I'm sorry.
1: I yeah. know it's, you know, it, so it, was, Cheryl, it wasn't just me, but several mm. people like me in Maryland that got that, got the shaft mm. from I, a I local sh- company that you know. That was I tough. should I should have
0: maybe asked you before the show if I could uh, if I could ask this question as well. So if you don't feel like answering it definitely don't. Okay. But are there any <laughs> other negatives? Uh, to, to dealing with spirit wear, especially when you're leading with design and things like that. And I think you probably have an idea of where I'm going with that question. So you, you can answer it or don't. Completely are you talking
1: you. about artwork I design that people steal? Yeah. Yeah. that That is definitely something I would say is a negative. And mm-hmm. I've even recently been dealing with that, where I find out people are selling spirit wear with my design. So... <sighs> Um, and that's a problem like what Stephen was talking about, the, where you have the turnover, right? So I'll work with somebody four or five, six years, and the deal is, and maybe this is wrong on me, but I feel like I'm investing in them, and I'll say, like, look, I'll do the artwork for you. As as long as you're using me to produce it, I'm not charging you for it. If you want to buy it, we can discuss that then. You know, if you want to move on and take the designs, that's it's fine. It's your prerogative, but you can't take my designs with you
3: hundred percent. That's not wrong.
1: Yeah. Like even recently I found that there are two local clubs that were selling my designs and it's sad that you have to get into that. I, the last thing I want to do is sue a local. Right. I know. Whatever club or whatever, because I was trying to help them. But when you get new people in, um, you know, most people are okay when you, they're like, Oh, we didn't know. Like I understand that because they did, maybe they didn't know. Um, but some people are, will just roll with it and just say, whatever, you know, like, and that is, I would say that is a downside. So I'm, I'm actually in the process of kind of changing some systems with the artwork where you have to, if it makes you feel any
2: better, I've had that issue on the collegiate level. Um, So it's not just uh, immune in the high school and that one got really sticky, but it's, it's definitely something that, is out there and you just hope there's good faith people up, you know, and got to do what you got to yeah, do. I this. would
1: say in my, yeah, in my 19 years, luckily it's only happened a handful of times. Same. Yeah. So I, I try to concentrate on the positive relationships I have right. with my other clients and that this is a blip and, you know, I guess good for them. They made some money on it. It does. It, it feels like stealing. I think they just don't understand how Same. much blood, sweat and tears went into that design and how many conversations you've had with a client in good faith. And then someone just dismisses it as simple or um, all you did was add this little piece of it. And it's like, no, <laughs> I did well, the whole thing. Yeah, That's so why that, I wanted that, to ask the favorite. question
0: because, you know, it, you know, if you are going to sell in the spirit where maybe either, you know, get that money up front for, yep. you know, if you're doing the design yep. work or, you know, create some type of, uh, you know, Uh, legal agreement or something
1: right which is what I'm I'm doing now is having people sign off if I choose to do that to invest my time in that and that maybe is my big heart that I feel like I I do like seeing these schools make some money and and reach their goals it's a feel-good thing in this industry you can do to help out somebody in your community but then when they do something like that um, one they dismiss all all your talents you know but and yet they're making money off of it so I don't know, that's a character flaw with some people, but I think most yeah. people would probably say, oh my God, I didn't know. And it's okay. But I would definitely say, protect yourself. Make sure you get things in writing. Mm, I yeah. do have a contract um, and there is a line in there, but I am, I'm going to do a total separate document mm. about artwork. Yeah. Forward. So I think that's, that's really a lesson helpful. for anybody out there. You know what? Susie might love you, but Joe's not. <laughs> so, I don't know. Thanks, in writing.
0: In- anything else to add to the conversation before we wrap it up?
1: No,
3: sir. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Cheryl. Hey, yeah. Thank you, Cheryl. Again.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listen, uh, Cheryl, it was awesome having you on again. Uh, this fine broadcast was brought to you by our good friends over at promoshow.com. And it might only be August, but again, Uh, It's the perfect time to start thinking about ways to uh, show your clients how you can show appreciation or how they can show appreciation. Uh, It's that holiday gift giving season. Join Promo Show on Tuesday, August 29th from noon to 4 p.m. to attend the holiday gift theme show. Distributors can register by clicking the holiday gift banner at promoshow.com and suppliers can reach out to sales at Promo Show. uh, If you need help reserving a booth, Uh, There's going to be education, entertainment giveaways throughout the day, Uh, so be sure to check it out on August 29th from noon to 4 p.m. Eastern. Distributors, make sure you go to promoshow.com. Click on that holiday gift banner to register, and suppliers, you can email sales at promocorner.com. If you're interested in getting a booth, promoshow.com, the entire industry virtually. Cheryl... Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join us again today and uh, just to to give us some knowledge about spirit wear and selling into schools and student body associations and all that good jazz.
1: Sure. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. Until next time, we'll see you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corners Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.